Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast this Wednesday. Is it? No, it's Thursday. Is it's it Thursday? Thursday, yeah. Oh, days don't mean anything to me anymore. Thirtieth. Everything to me. We're like opposites. I know. Yeah. Well, tell me what month it is, Smarty. It's April, my that's friend. That's right. 2015. I'm Stuart, and that's Lauren. <laughs> Hello, Lauren. <laughs> Hello, Stuart. Jeez, it's uh, it's funny when time means nothing. No. When the, the day of the week, because you used to build up to stuff. Now you don't. We sort of spoke about this before, but T- time. There is no expression in the English language. I've said this before for the for the feeling of time passing both quickly and slowly, at the same time. You know that feeling where it's for like, life. well, holy hell, it's been a week since that happened. That seems like it was decades ago. But then also the last week's gone in a flurry. Like, you know what I mean? That mm. combination of things can coexist in your brain at the same time in relation to how you feel about the passing of time. Good morning, Stu. Well, I'm <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> Lauren, yes. here on Stupidly Small, it's not all about the stupid and the small. Sometimes we like to uh, break the big issues. We do. And um, I don't know what you're <clears> about to say. It should be well, said. It's, it, it's come to my attention. And, and we have a segment on this podcast, as you know, called Rort Watch. Huh? And, and on this, uh, this week's uh, instalment of Rort Watch. What is Rort Watch? Well, it's where we expose rorts. Oh. I thought you were talking about like a watch that's like well, that wrought, rips people wrought, off. wrought iron or like... Oh, my, really? <laughs> I don't know. A wrought anyway, iron watch. No, no. I, I just was like, what are you talking about? I did not imagine the word wrought. I was thinking R-O-R-T. wrought. No, I was thinking W-R. Anyway, yeah. Wrought watch. A segment we like to present uh, when new wroughts present their ugly little heads. So you've already exposed one last week with your Estonian buddy. Oh, and one. What? David V. Goliath beat that one. Yeah, that's now, right. Now, but the Rort Watch this week is one I am, I, I can beat straight away. Yeah. Because I'm just going to refuse to participate from next year. Now, I, as you know, I've spoken about them on this podcast before. I'm a dog owner. You are. Right? Yeah. And two little dogs and my little buddies. Yeah. They're okay. Pretty... One, one's quite close to me. The other one, oh, I could take a leave. Oh, really? you could not. Hey, oh, she's you should definitely post a photo of them. Of my dogs? Yeah, to Facebook. Oh. To our Facebook page, you should. You laugh, but well, you don't laugh. You groan. Yeah, I'd but groan. they're pretty adorbs. Not, and everybody I'm, loves a dog photo. I'm not one on of those dog media. people. They're not my children. No, I know, you know they're, they're not, not your children. I'm not, I don't dress them in jumpers and hats, <laughs> and you know, we sit there and eat the same food. You know, yeah. we're not. We're, there is a place for the dog. Yeah, uh, usually. Sitting next to me on the couch, but yeah, you know, don't get me wrong, I sleep on you. Well, last night, in fact, they did because I was their warm person because mm-hmm. I slept on the couch. Yeah, don't worry, folks, marriage not in trouble. <laughs> okay, you quite keep often... those marriage proposals under the pillow, don't put them in the <laughs> oh, mail quite hold yet. yourselves back. Everyone. I was calling for stamp self addressed envelopes recently. <laughs> Send the photo with the letter if you don't <laughs> oh, mind. This what? is good, 1943. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna anyway. be dealing with. Listen, yes. you sleep often on the couch because you are a, I would say, not knowing, but just from from sort of, mm. uh, you know, hear tell, you're an easy sleeper. So you will be sitting on the couch at 3 p.m. and you just suddenly you're out. Or you're, you've got people over at your house at a party and you go to sleep on the bed. You just well, wander into the bedroom and just suddenly you've passed out and everyone's stepping around you and stuff. Well, I think you've got to, if you combine long days 
You know, alcohol. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the fact that I don't get to sit down and lie down very often. Completely. Uh, it, it's it's uh, it's going to happen that but way. But you've always been an easy sleeper. But now those long hours and lack, oh, lack of sleep. And my uh, advancing years, I'm in the twilight, <laughs> in as, the as twilight. you keep uh, reminding me. Not long to go now. I do not keep reminding you. And yes, and uh, I thought about it. You can have both of my bikes. Okay, you keep asking and you can have them. Your bikes. That's your legacy, is it? When you go? Yeah. Your bikes. Yeah. What about your record collection or something? I sold a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, Just because I got sick of carrying it. Yeah. So most of it's gone. But rather than um, spend that money on a big party, I reinvested it into something that stays with me. What's that? Oh, this great jacket. No, um, <laughs> no, just a personal item that went to someone close and uh, she may wear it on a finger. We, it, Gee, sometimes the romantic just explodes out of the front of your chest, pants. doesn't it? Chest. <laughs> oh, and I then digress. it goes away again and in, <laughs> out comes the pants. the idiot. <clears throat> anyway, continue. So, so Rort Watch. Rort Watch. Now, yeah. mention the two dogs. Yeah. In the mail comes a letter from the council mm-hmm. for each dog. Yeah. Well, addressed to me because they, they don't read. Yeah. So we, we didn't invest a lot in their schooling. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <clears throat> 50 bucks each for, for these what? two mongrels from the RSPCA. They've gone from being my beloved fur babies to these <laughs> expensive ra- rats. Anyway, the council sent this letter, yeah. 50 bucks each to register these dogs. Oh, to register them? Yeah. Now, Dude, I, isn't that good? Isn't that like registering, you know, something means that... It's for 12 months. It's an annual fee. How, what did it used to be? Or have you just uh, never no, it's gone up by 10%. Before? Yeah. And I said, I said last night when I got home, what are these bills? Huh? <laughs> and um, it was so before or after you snoozed on the couch, old man. I woke up covered in bills. <laughs> oh, what's going on? I'm a bloke on a park bench, and I, I'm like, why? Why are we paying fifty dollars per dog to have them registered with the council? Now, yeah, I'm a responsible dog owner. Yeah, okay. My dogs are microchipped. Yeah, uh, they've got up to date with every vaccine. Yeah. They are fed well and they are walked. Yeah. <clears throat> they are in a secure backyard. Yeah. What could the city of Ripoff yeah. <laughs> offer me for my it's, 50 bucks? I don't think it's that they're offering you. Isn't it? Doesn't it go towards isn't it registering? I don't know. I bet you what? it goes towards It goes something. towards what? I don't know. See, you can't ask me these things and expect me to answer for the universe and advocate on behalf of the other. And don't tell me, goes, other... you know, to the dog catcher's wages or something because that's rubbish. Rate payers pay for that. You but pay what rates. Does it pay? I bet you it pays for something. I tell you what it pays for to fatten the coffers of the bloated city council. And there is not one reason why? you can give me to no because to I say don't know anything bucks a year for the life of these dogs. So say. Going well, they live for 15 each. Yeah. That's three grand I'm just g- giving to some Dunkov. You should ring them up and say, what happens? Where does my money go? Oh, they go, oh, well, for, um, <coughs> excuse me, no, uh, they ooh, is that the phone? They will not. They'll have an answer. Why, does, why, did the, why did the fee go up? What does it cover? What does it entitle me to? What does it do for the neighbourhood? How does it improve nothing. the community? And they'll have answers. So why then is it just dogs? 
The dog owners paying this extra fee to improve the community? No, the, the community, you know, like so with cats and dogs and stuff, if they're not... Cats they're detract just... from a community, yeah. <laughs> Especially the three that walk up and down their side lane, they just go... And just, re- you know, you, you annoying know everybody. Everybody... <laughs> You are such a, you are such a sort of dichotomy man. Like, there's is that good? There's a, <laughs> dichotomy man. <laughs> Do I get a cape with that? He comes to the yeah. He, he sometimes to comes the, to the rescue. <laughs> the rest of the time he doesn't. He doesn't like it. It's anybody. a dichotomy. <laughs> um, no. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, like you come really hard down on one point of view and you cannot see the other point of view. Like there, it, remember we once said mm. about. We once had a competition and asked people to tell us if they like cats or dogs. Yeah. And you were completely like beaten about the head by cat owners yeah, who cat, ran up. Cat, in, we, people are weird people. They're you know not that. weird people. They are, they're very pro cat. Whereas I dog just, owners oh, are like, whatever. As, I'm just anti cat. I'm not pro dog. Did you hear yourself five seconds ago? I'm anti council, yes. No, listen. Dog owners think they're better than cat owners and cat owners think they're better than dog owners. It's just a fact of life. I think I'm better than a cat owner. Yes, you do. I think I'm better than a cat. You just said that they're all crazy. Cats? Cat owners. You said they're all insane or something. This is the difference between cat owners and dog owners. Cat owners are very protective and defensive of the fact they own a cat and they love cats. Dog owners just don't care for cats. You are so – you just paint yourself as Captain Cool, I just don't care for cats over here. When you're making a really distinct point that you do not care for cats and dogs are your friends. Dichotomy so, man's uh, – <laughs> Modus operandi. That's what he does. <laughs> now, just before we go. Yes. I, I can understand – say if you, you pay the exorbitant parking fees in the area that I live, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you don't, so if you're paying the three seventy an hour to go to the milk bar or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, you're getting a anymore. car space. Yeah, you're getting. You know, you're bringing a big car into an area that I yeah. don't. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But yeah. Sure, you're getting something. Yeah, owning a dog, sh- you shouldn't be fined fifty dollars per dog per year to own and love something you've saved from the pound. A passionate speech by Dichotomy Man. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Stuart. Yes, Lauren. What were you just saying you were going to tell me about? Uh, I just received a spam email. And you know how you're supposed to click on all your spam emails and go through the links? I did that. And <laughs> it was actually quite interesting because um, there you was a... You're making me laugh today. A, yes. Well, there's a website apparently once you get through all the palaver called eatnow.com.au. Mm, that sounds like your kind of website. <laughs> <laughs> Eat now. All right. Don't have to ask me twice. Yeah. Uh, now, it's it's by Australia's number one online takeaway group. Now, I'm assuming that it's probably a, a side website owned by Menulog or something. Right. All right. Yeah. We just have to find out. That's what, what they want you to assume anyway. That they're Australia's number one. No, that they're connected to Menulog. It could be that not at all. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, there was an article on this website saying, 100 years of hungry takeaway to be thankfully tasted. Right. Right, and it goes on about how oh, lately there's been a lot of talk of what we were like a hundred years ago. Has it been? And, um, I don't think there was. <laughs> there was an Anzac thing, yeah. But I don't think we we're talking about oh, we imagine like the Anzacs hundred, and yeah. what they did before they left. What what was <laughs> Melbourne like? Yeah, I don't, what'd they have for lunch? Yeah, yeah what was their takeaway like a hundred years ago? <laughs> I don't remember the takeaway conversation around <laughs> at the dawn service. <laughs> <laughs> 
no dim sims, but they will be soon. And uh, actually, there would have been dim sims because the goldfields are up and running. Very oh, much so. Yeah. Um, anyway. The uh, goldfields were up and running <laughs> during Gallipoli, Stuart's history of Welcome, Australia. Welcome, children. Gather round. Here we go. Anyway, well, today's history lesson is around takeaway food, which is very important in a child's development. Uh, they say here there were no plastic takeaway containers, no pizza boxes, and the nights off cooking were few and far between. So basically, the 100 years of history involves the fact that there wasn't much takeaway. So thanks for that. Um, it shows a picture of a cookbook published in 1914. Uh, now, mm. again, a century ago, takeaway was virtually unheard of. Like, what is the point of this? Fish and chip shops and pie stands were the best place to get a quick bite. If you happen to live near a Chinese settlement, you could always pick up some beef and black bean. But only if you BYO saucepan to carry it home in. There were no pizza parties. Couldn't grab a curry in a hurry. What uh, is this? What are you, where is this heading? And now uh, anyway, you can? <clears throat> well, and now there's a lovely uh, photo of a Chinese tuxedo, the Chinese restaurant circa 1914. Anyway. Yeah. We have plenty to be thankful to our four feasters. Oh. Uh, and these new foods are just some of them, like a pad thai. Now, I'm going to give you the rough timeline of the development of the Aussie takeaway scene. Oh, please. Hey, isn't this great? Gather around <laughs> again. I can see him sneaking off. Come back. All right. Here we go, Laura. I'm going to quiz you <laughs> yeah, was... on the history of takeaway. All right. Here we go. Oh. The build-up's been quite huge yeah. for this one, Stu. All right, what was the scene in takeaways in the 1930s Australia? 1930s Australia. There wouldn't have been much of a scene. It was, things were a bit sparse back then. Mm-hmm. Um, takeaway. Would they have even had takeaway? Oh, hey, I know from oh. the history that you've just told me. They didn't have much takeaway. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> uh, no, exactly. There wasn't much. <laughs> no, apparently, and I, I'm going to dispute their first assertion here. Yeah. They say burgers <laughs> in the 1930s. Now, I remember on Sydney Road, mm. the first burger joint was built in the 50s. We need to get... It's now a car yard. You can still see the smokestack, though. Oh, We need to get uh, Stephen Downs or someone like that to explain We should it. get a historian. All right. Yeah. 1940s, what was the food? 40s. Uh, so, yeah, war, post-war. Uh, I guess, well, could there have been another American? Oh, no, maybe pizza? No, spaghetti. Yeah, or I was going to say Italian. Yeah. Didn't the Italian migration start in the 50s or well, 40s post-war? No, but it wasn't. wasn't isn't so that's spaghetti? Isn't spaghetti... Uh, doesn't didn't it come via America because of the? Uh, I read a thing about spaghetti recently that we all mm. think spaghetti is Italian. Does that mean you've read every other thing on the planet? So then you had to start reading about spaghetti. <laughs> I don't know why I was reading about this. What was it to do with? Right. It was, anyway, it was to do with the fact that um, it was American migrants who in America. Uh, sorry, Italian migrants in America. Who mm. popularised spaghetti? I think it was spaghetti. I've seen The Godfather. All right, <laughs> 1960s. Historically accurate. <laughs> History by Lauren and Stuart. Yeah, what else? Pizza. 50s. Pizza. pizza. Yeah, yeah. No, they skipped the 50s. No, no oh, takeaway right. in the 50s. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> 60s. 60s is the one that will surprise you. Really? Yeah, the big, the big explosion. We're talking Australia. Yep, 60s. Not, no, Vietnamese, no. Um, don't know. Mexican. Oh, yeah, no, that surprises me. And they've got a picture of Taco Bill. 
Oh, yeah. So I don't know what's it's going uh, on there. 70s, yep. I'm just going to tell you. Japanese, Southeast Asian, which is Thai, Vietnamese, Malaysian. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the interesting one. 80s, Indian? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And then the, 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 there's no takeaway food in the 90s. There was. <laughs> what would have been the food of the 90s? Um, I would have thought Japanese was the food of the 90s. Mm. Even though they say it was the 70s. I reckon this list is off. The food of the 90s was definitely in um, inner city Melbourne, pesto. <laughs> Anything with pine nuts in the 90s. Oh, pine nuts were just everywhere and sun-dried tomatoes. And then chorizo came in near the end. Oh, what a decade of what a disgustingness. disgusting decade. Oh. Anyway, so nothing happened in the 90s. And now in the 2000s, what has been the food trend? Uh, minimalism. No, no, no. Takeaway. Oh, sorry. No, takeaway. Take Imagine, what do you take? Minimalist you, minimal- takeaway. Oh, this is a ripoff. <laughs> well, it looks good. Okay. Sorry. Uh, takeaway. I don't know. Tell me. American barbecue. Oh, shut up. What? Um, anyway, that's the article. Should we that post is, it? No, oh, it, it is even post it, it, goes, it finishes by saying, show so. Show your thanks to those who came before you and, By ate ordering. Their, and ate their way through a time where the most exotic treat you could get was a Chico roll. Choose a new food and order online now. So if I go to order online, I'm clicking the link, of course. Oh. And it goes to eatnow.com.au, order oh. takeaway and food delivery online. This, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, is not an ad. No. But it just shows. It's an anti-ad. Well, it, it, it's smart marketing. Is it? Oh, no way. It's pretty Do you know blatant, what you call that? You call that's called I learned this last week. Mm. That's called content marketing. Because it's pretending to be an article <laughs> rather than pretending to be an ad. I don't know how factually correct it was either. No. 60s Mexican thirties yeah, burgers? Cite your sources. Come on. You need to put footnotes in that bad boy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's really uh, you could do a better history of takeaway food. Oh. I would trust yours, buddy. Oh, I can give you a history of takeaway food. <laughs> Including the burger in the bed incident in the 90s. Oh. <laughs> Stupid. Stuart. Uh, Lauren, I just have to correct you there. You uh, just what? said the burger in the bed incident was a takeaway uh, incident. I'll have you know that was dine-in. But <laughs> continue. <laughs> Idiot, you, my friend, are an idiot—a special sort of an idiot. Yeah. Is that um, better than the regular job? Yeah, regular. Yeah, idiot? no, there's 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 regular idiocy, and then mm. there's a special there's idiot. A new level. Everyone's got a special idiot in their lives. If they don't, they should get one. I don't know. Sort I of... look at some people sometimes, I and I think you are far too serious. You do not have. You cannot. You've had it. No, not you. Mm. <laughs> not for a moment. Can <laughs> have concern about your inability to find oh. the funny in the world. But some people just. Oh, hello, love. Oh, that's Kerry Packer's Big ghost aeroplane going over. Mm. Um. Uh. Anyway, whatever. Uh. What were we talking about? Idiots. Idiots. Some people just don't seem to have idiots in their lives, and their lives look really, really dull and sad, and they seem angry, and I'm they angry. don't. They don't know, but they don't laugh. They can't laugh about oh. themselves or about oh, life. Oh, God. And it's because of a lack of idiots. I feel sorry for people who don't have idiots in their lives. Oh, if you just get on a tram, you can have about 100 idiots in your life. In <laughs> Not a special seconds. idiot. See, uh, they're the normal idiots. Right. No, no. Uh. A special idiot is it's the sort of idiot who, when you're having a like serious you know, existential crisis, make you laugh at yourself. Mm. That's a special sort of idiot in an idiotic way by, you know, putting a peg up their nose or something. Oh, the old peg up the nose trick. Yeah, that An one. idiot favourite. I was going to do uh, <laughs> what is in your phone, but uh, 
We're running late. So let's uh, skedads. Let's skedads and get to woo. And uh, <laughs> I should go and check the, the post box because uh, there might be some self-addressed stamped envelopes and marriage in proposals. I hope so. Oh. And a congratulations, a quick congratulations to Anna in Canberra who accepted our nomination oh, as Young uh, Australian of the Year or wherever it was. So did congrats she? to you. Yes, <laughs> I like she sent an email overnight. Title changed. I thought it was a bit late to be sending emails at your age, Anna, but that's all right. No, she's like every... 14. Yeah. But they're up about past 11 o'clock. Uh-huh. <laughs> What sort of a life you led? <laughs> I was going to bed. I remember going to bed. Yeah, because you in the daylight. Your captain's And I'd hear the kids playing out. No, this was a kid. I'd hear the kids playing out in the court. My mum would make us go to bed when it was daylight savings, and we'd just be lying in bed going, "Oh, stuffed is this?" Yeah, like kicking the footy right there by some playing, and we're supposed to be just sleeping, and it's burned into my memory. Well, she taught you to be an easy sleeper, so... Oh, she taught me. I just slept <laughs> so I could escape reality. Oh, and on that note, everybody, have an Sleep excellent well. Thursday. Sleep well. Bye-bye.